Welcome to the Adele and Michael Show, where we talk about self-awareness and what goes on in and behind relationships. Right, and Michael? your life. Yeah, and your life. And what goes on in your head. <laughs> what goes on in your heart. Crazy things. Wow. Pretty crazy world we live in today, isn't it? it is, that's very true. OMG. Well, today's topic is about trusting your partner. Really? Why would we do that? Well... I really do want to trust you, Michael. See, she doesn't have a good answer. <laughs> I think that we shouldn't trust our partner, and we should always be suspicious. That way, <laughs> you can always be paranoid and angry with each other. No, that, that makes for a miserable miserable life. Yeah, but isn't that most people? So, obviously, everybody's being pretty successful. Oh, good point. Are you all miserable out there? I think I'd rather have an unsuccessful life and do something the opposite. <laughs> obviously, I was only joking. Of course. Of well, course. hopefully you think I was only joking. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I was really meaning that, you better stop listening to us. There we go. <laughs> but, you know, the thing about trusting your partner is just, jeez. It's like. See, she can't trust me already. <laughs> she isn't even going to be able to trust that I'm quiet. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when there's beliefs involved in this. Which is always. Yes. So it's not a win. It, it's always tough to separate your own issues of trust versus how if your partner's really not untrustworthy. I don't trust that she not knows what she's talking about. That's what I don't trust. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Right? Yep. Right? You've got to look at your own beliefs. That's what causes you not to trust your partner. Now, obviously, if you're in a quote, monogamous relationship and your partner's cheating on you, that's obviously not about trust. That's about obviousness. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... We're talking about those little things. Here's the little things that you probably should always start with. And since fidelity is huge in most relationships, whether it's um, LGBTQT, <laughs> ABC, and H, which stands for something. Don't, I don't forget XYZ. And XYZ, <laughs> as well as H, that's right, the H is for heterosexual. And, and really, it does, it, it occurs all across the board. It, you got it does. It. it doesn't matter where it is. And so, one thing you got to remember is that you bring in your beliefs to the relationship, which means that you start off any relationship by unconsciously looking for someone who will match what you believe relationships are supposed to be, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Would you agree or disagree, Adele? I totally would agree. See, I have a gun to her head right now, so, <laughs> so she has to agree with me, <laughs> even though it only says bang when I pull the trigger. There you go. Right? So, but, um, yeah, that's how we create trust in our relationship. We just we just threaten each other. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> but it happens really all day long. When you, well, I work with you all day long and she live does. with you all day long. So, yeah. you know, until you really. We're actually Siamese twins. <laughs> until you really understand your beliefs and actually separate them. Oh, that's my belief in not trusting males, let's say. or And then take care of those beliefs. Or male men. <laughs> or, or male women. Yeah, male women. Um, well, actually, there are male women. Uh, meaning that the woman has a lot of male qualities, yeah. mm -hmm. and she's not particularly all feminine. And there are feminine men, which are more um, developed in their female aspect than they are in their male aspect. And this doesn't even have to do with gender preference. This is just internal dynamics. Yeah. 
But let's just get down to a simple example. We're talking, I mean, you talked about, um, you know, cheating on your partner. That's a big one. But let's talk about a simple example. All right. I have a simple example first I want to get to. My simple example says that look back into your family history. Mm. Here's where you're going to discover if you have any obvious um, trust issues. Look at how your mom and dad, your aunt and uncle, your grandfather, your grandmother, etc., etc., all had treated each other and how they got along. If they got along and things were doing quite well, then you probably have a more positive trust aspect. But if they have, let's say, a history of infidelity, um, emotional infidelity, physical infidelity, it doesn't make any difference, or a place where they're not really intimately close or connected. This will have an indicator that you probably have or most definitely have some belief system unconsciously that you can't trust your partner and that partners are not the place of harboring your true heart because it's too dangerous because you know that they're not going to be there or they're going to be emotionally somewhere else. So look at your family history it's an indicator of what's in your belief systems, not necessarily of your future. It's only an indicator of your future if you have not dealt with these beliefs or this type of programming that you received as a child. So I wanted to set that as the stage before we moved on. Uh, thank you for your time, Adele. I appreciate it. Well said, Michael. Well said. But it, it really is this trust thing versus mistrust it stems throughout your entire relationship, all aspects, all areas of your relationship. So from anything, from money to, you know, um, um, how you treat the children, you know, it could be anything. I want to point out a weird thing about language. You know, see here, um, trust is trust and mistrust is mistrust. But why is mistrust <laughs> a gender type issue? I think some men got involved here because why isn't it Mr. Trust? Oh, my oh, God. I've mistrusted my wife. No, it's mistrusted. And everything negative is always about miss. And what's the label for an American female? Miss. I don't think that's a coincidence. There's a lot of gender and cross-gender issues that are programmed into our language that also support positivity, negativity, and getting along. That mistrust. Well, miss is often always about negative. So it's about the untrust trusting of a woman or the female aspect mm. or the mistrust of your emotions. I know I'm stretching a bit, but I truly believe that there's some sort of connection here in the implications of unconscious gender programming that people are missing. This is so you, though, Michael. <laughs> That's so you to say that. Mm -hmm. But hey, thanks for, for picking up the are sticking. Hey, I'm sticking up for the female. Sticking up here. for the female, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh -huh. but it is true. That is. But you're so funny how you go off on subjects. <laughs> this is how you what you do. I'm used to it. <laughs> do you, you'll we'll be in the middle of a conversation. Okay, so I have no trust in Michael that we will stick with that conversation. <laughs> we'll go off. No, what she what she can trust is that I will you go will off go and off. come yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. So the trust is back, that yeah. I, I will go off because that's just fun and entertaining, but. I do come back to the subject, which is now trusting your partner. Yeah. How do exactly. we do that? 
I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't trust <laughs> her, and I know she doesn't trust me. So this is a very untrustworthy show. So I wouldn't really okay. listen to us if I were you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, I think what I've learned over the years is separating your own issues and why I feel this untrustworthy. Okay, remember when there was a point when you kept buying software? Yes. And technical products. And this had to do with money. I was like, stop it. And I would like be over your shoulder and I would be like, so I was almost like at the point making up things in Always. my head. Absolutely. Right. And it was absolutely ridiculous. And which then I, she would say them and I'd say, where'd you get that at? And then he found Groove Funnels. <laughs> and I was like, this is the best thing you've ever done. Thank you for finding this software. <laughs> but um, and other yes. technical. for a commercial. That's, that's absolutely one of the best softwares and we recommend it. And um, you can Go catch to- a link. Go to Groove with Adele and Michael. Groove with Adele and Michael. And, and dot com. Yeah, dot com. And Go you'll for see it. it. But yeah. uh, right now, but most of the software is, is free. So if you sign up now, you can use it for your own business online. Yeah. But really, um, I was over his shoulder. I wasn't trusting him. I was making up stuff like, oh, God, he's buying another one. Oh, my gosh. And yes, he was, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he had a plan. So it's it's really important to communicate. Um, not make up stories. Not make up stories. And ask questions, mm-hmm. which is what I always told her was ask me. Don't be making up stories and then come tell me what I should or shouldn't do because it, it, was, it was bothering you. Come to me and say, hey, this is bothering me and why is this happening? Because it... it it makes it clearer for each other to communicate. So that's one of the most important things in trust is open, clear, honest communication. Yeah, and you know, anyone who has ever been in a relationship, you know if you make up a story and you continue that story, what does it turn into? A story. A fight. Ah, yes. And that's Always. not fun. Right. No. I like the part where when we used to fight, is where uh, I didn't do the story so much. I was always, even just as a kid, always kind of straight on. But Adele came from a story family. <laughs> and um, she would always come to me and say, hey, I know you're doing da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I'd be like, what are you talking what? about? What? Where did you get that? Where did, where did that come from? I, I have no idea. I'm so naive in some ways that I don't even think that. And like, what do I do now? I ask him if this is what's going on and explain versus telling him, I know what's going on. How many of you have done that in the relationship? Right. So, it's and, so much and this better. happens. You know, I, I used to do it when we were driving. That was the closest. Oh, one. my. My story was, I'm in the driver's seat while she's driving. <laughs> so you ever do that with your partner? That's a big one. Uh, I found this with a lot of people. But you sit in the driver's seat and the other person's in the passenger seat, well, often when you're a passenger, you see the road like you're driving, and sometimes you almost act like you're driving, and you go like, watch out for that pothole, watch out for that, and and watch, did you see that? And then the other person gets irritated because you're telling them what to do. Well, we used to argue about that, and it used to be perceived of as I was trying to control her driving. And all that was happening after we really delved into it Mm -hmm. was we were so connected that I made the assumption I was in the driver's seat as well, <laughs> and we were driving together. And he didn't know that it bothered me. Right. But one of my beliefs was, you're telling me what to do. Stop it. 
Right. So it was a control <laughs> issue. Yeah. And I wasn't really trying to control her. I was just kind of co-driving. Yeah. And Which, you know, I get. Some people will say that that's controlling, whatnot. But truly, it was innocent. I, I had no genuine intent to control her. I was trying to participate in the driving. And I know you can split hairs on this, but I, I've personally truly examined it. And then Adele used to get upset with me. And then when she would be in the passenger seat, she'd be telling me the same stuff. Exactly. Hurry exactly. up. Slow down. Watch out for the traffic. And let's, let's face it. Being a, in the passenger seat, you only need one thing. And that one thing is... is your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> and your mouth shut. <laughs> no. You need one thing. Not to be in the car? Stop. <laughs> this is what I live with. You need to have trust in the driver because... The driver yes. has full control over driving. It's just like being in an airplane. You have to trust the pilot or you're screwed. Right. <laughs> Even though most of the pilots drink. Oh, shush. Shh, shh, quiet. Don't tell anybody. Don't make up stories, Michael. Okay. You don't I won't know. make up stories. Okay. But um, it, it's really true. There has to be trust. So back to trusting partners, you have to communicate. You have to separate your own issues. You have to be able about to be, trust be with neutral. Be neutral, yes. Not come at your partner with a negative attitude or even a positive attitude of, I'm going to change you. It needs to be neutral in the sense of, who are you? What are you doing? So I can truly hear from you, not what am I projecting or what am I expecting from you? Because that's what we do. We expect things from our partners because that's part of our childhood programming. Yes, projection. Watch mom and dad do it. We. We know what they're supposed to do. We know how they're supposed to behave. So we're expecting and projecting onto our partner of what we think, expect, and know they're doing without actually genuinely considering them and openly saying, hey, Adele, why are you doing that? Could you please explain that to me? Right. Asking questions is key. The other part of that on, on the other side is if you have personal insecurity issues, your partner asking you questions is going to bring those up. And you're going to start to feel like, oh, I'm being questioned, and they're my authority, and they're, they doubt me, and they don't trust me, and all oh, that's your garbage. You have to, on the other side, as the listener, know and trust that your partner is just simply genuinely asking you questions to understand you and understand the situation so that they can either be more comfortable or get more um, get closer to you in a sense of an interconnection and knowing of each other which builds the trust (laughs) that's one part (laughs) but yes about the questioning Um, not taking offense to just simple questioning but the other side is, is don't ask interrogating questions you want to be neutral. What are you talking about, Adele? Yeah. <laughs> what are you asking that for? Like the way you feel when you ask the questions. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> That's the subtle female yeah. style. Mine was the aggressive male style. Yeah. Why Slapping. are you doing that? Don't do that. How come you're doing that? Why'd you do that to me? That's the other thing. The to me is a big giveaway that you're in your garbage. Yeah, there you go. So if you're saying to me or you're doing to me, You need to know that you're in a program. You're in a belief system that's going to do nothing but break down the trust. Look, it's so broken down, Adele's silent. (laughs) I broke her. Now I'm going to leave. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a little tip, though. If you're asking an interrogating question and you have that feeling like, oh, I know, and you have a belief about not trusting him and, and there's all this emotion behind the question, you need to say, look, I'm having some issues about what you're doing, but I'm going to try really hard to ask the question. But I want to tell you right now, don't get offended by the way I feel right now because I'm feeling like I want to hurt you. No. Yeah, because this is the part. So I, I would like to also interject to say that what you are doing is bringing up something for me that I have to figure out. So I'm going to ask questions to understand myself, not to interrogate you. Right there. That puts you on a nice neutral uh, helping each other plane. And the other part is that if you, if you ask questions like this, it allows each of you to go to your neutral spaces and observe each other and possibly help rather than turn into a blame-shame game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you get into the blame-shame game, it's all over, folks. So my advice is stop talking, go away, come <laughs> back when you're in the neutral corners, and um, try to make it about you. Because remember, everything in life is always all about you, all about us, all about me. Because we're the ones that are perceiving, we're the ones that are making up the definitions of experiences and behaviors, and we're the ones who are responding to them, and we're all doing that from inside of ourselves. There is no external force that is making us behave like that, even though it says so in the blame-shame game. I would have to agree with all that, Michael. That's great. Um, in our 20 years together, um, I, I know I've learned so much about even in the middle of a fight, at the peak of the fight, that I can actually stop, look at my stuff, and back down and do it. And there, these are the tricks. And, the, and her stuff is not her phone. Because <laughs> a lot, <laughs> I like to watch a lot of couples while they're talking. They're looking at their stuff, meaning they're busy looking at their phones and they're not even communicating to each other. So electronics are in the way. So I know that wasn't what you were talking about, Adele. <laughs> so you don't have to silently lip that to me. <laughs> I got it. I was making a relevant point to today's culture. Okay, let's talk about that, too, right just now, what happened. Okay, so if I do something quiet or silent, no, no, no. It always has to be said. <laughs> Everything has to be in the open. It's so funny. That's you're, right. You're funny, Michael. No sense in hiding anything. But, you know, it's okay. No secrets. They separate and destroy. That's Check out right. that book, uh, 55 Concepts. It's in there. Yes. It separates and Which destroys. Which is an awesome book, It is. by book. the way. Great coping skills for relationships. The 55 Concepts, A Guide to Conscious Living by Michael Cavallaro. That, this guy, he's really great. <laughs> yeah, 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 that too. Okay, so anything else about trust before we jump off the air today? I think that's about it. Okay. Signing off. So there is no more trust, <laughs> and uh, you can consider yourselves educated and trustworthy now, being clear, open-hearted, and honest with each other. The biggest problem to being honest with each other is the fear of exposing your truth to your partner and how they will either respond or love or not love you. If you can get past that fear, 
then you have the ultimate trust in the relationship to where you both unconditionally accept each other, see your issues or your problems as your own creation, and when you discuss them, you are simply working out a problem together like two good friends over a beer at the bar <laughs> or that, somewhere else. And that's low. And that's what Michael does here. At the end of our podcast, and it used to be on our radio show, he would talk, he would go into this loving energy. And it is all about love. And remember that in your partnership. Okay. See you next time. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.